Hi, this is Pam, and this is Must Love Food. Thanks for joining us today. I've got Maddie and Chris with me, and we are going to talk about the much-loved, uh, but-changed um, way of tailgating known as home gating. With the pandemic still sort of going on and the changes to uh, how um, people are watching their sports, not really uh, live, uh, and tailgating really is banned, I think, across um all over. Most people are watching the games from home, and uh, but the diehard lovers of tailgating do not let that stop them. And so home gating is the way to go. And I have uh, my two friends here today, Maddie and Chris, who uh, home gated just this past weekend. And I, um, I did in my own little way. I have to be honest, I wasn't watching um, sports. I <laughs> I watched a PBS British um, mystery thing for my Did little. Did you just like Netflix binge? Is that what you're trying to get at? Uh, Amazon, but yes. <laughs> did it involve binge drinking as well? Uh, it did not, uh, but it could have. Did it at least, at least involve a bottle of wine? Yes. Uh, okay. And, and a lot of cheese. Somewhat fits. And a lot of yeah. cheese. So that's my style of tailgating. And I, I'll just kind of lay it on the line. I, uh, When I was in school, I went to Indiana University, not the strongest football program, very strong basketball program. Um, they've since come up a little bit, I think, um, football-wise. But, I mean, I would go to tailgates. I had a good friend of mine. Her parents had season tickets and would come down and tailgate. And when a parents' weekend and my parents were out, we would do tailgating and all. But it's not anything I, I did all the time. And, uh, but my dad went to school in California and we, I grew up, as you guys know, mostly in um, the East Coast, on the East Coast. And his alma mater was playing West Point one year. And for his birthday, we took a ferry up the Hudson River to um, West Point to tailgate for, um, the game, it was Cal versus West Point. And, um, and in fact, I wore my army shirt this past weekend. And then I had a good friend who was a graduate of West Point. And so we would go up occasionally, my ex and I, and he, he had served. So, and he was an army guy. So I, um, I've been to West Point several times and then used to go to the army Navy game every year. And, uh, we would do super tailgates there. And, um, but my big thing was, cheese. I would bring wine and cheese and do a really nice spread. And so I've got that down and that's my. <laughs> Not quite a normal college tailgate. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but so, yes. Um, so I have worked on some articles. I will say that where we have done some, some nice nibbles, but you know, I think it all kind of meshes together, whether you're doing like game night or whether you're doing Oscar party. Okay. So maybe that's a little more highfalutin, but a little, you know, all of that kind of nashy nibbly stuff kind of melds together and you just kind of know your audience, whether you're going to have a queso dip, which I think is 100% perfectly. Okay, fine. I love it. Or if you want to go with like a really nice stinky cheese, that's okay too. Um, so Maybe just do it outside. Let yeah. It so tell me what you guys uh, did with your home gating this weekend, which I think is nice because you know a lot of times when you're tailgating, you are inhibited by maybe you don't have a refrigerator and you don't have the cooking vessels that you normally have. So when you're home, you have a little bit more flexibility, I would think. Totally. Um, 
definitely it's improved since college because <laughs> I still remember um we it was like the haunted forest lot and uh my Shane his you know group of guys and stuff who we tailgate with they hid this like broken down old grill like over like no one touched it it's always there so we always had that or you know to like grill on <laughs> and we didn't have to worry about transporting it there or you know so we did have some access to like grills, but a lot of times it seemed like college, it was like, okay, somebody grab brats, hot dogs, or, you know, something easy. Um, where now it's like, yeah, you can do a lot more specialty things. And I, I think Chris could probably, you know, say something better, but I feel like over the years, tailgating <laughs> has definitely gotten more about food and less <laughs> about just how much beer and drinks you can have before. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Lining your you know, stomach I mean, before you consume. <laughs> yeah. We were always kind of spoiled with kind of what Pam was talking about, how when parents were around, well, I attended the University of Iowa and there were always friends, families, access to a lot of those amenities. So we would stop there for a better meal <laughs> and then hop around for, you know, wings someplace else, or, you know, oh, these guys have good ribs going or this or that, uh, you know, this dynamic, uh, it, what, what we're dealing with, with COVID and what Pam was touching on, having all the amenities of home, everything that we use to cook at home, we're definitely branching out from just the normal grilled dogs and brats and, and hamburgers, uh, you know, like this weekend for us was, definitely branching out and it was a lot of fun we actually sat while we were watching one game we were chopping vegetables for the second soup that we made that day we made one in the morning and then then another one in the afternoon as we're watching the game we're like we have a detached garage and you know was, i suggested my wife she said well we could run in at halftime and do this and that i said <laughs> how about a halftime we just bring all the veggies out here prep everything and then when the game's over, we'll go put this soup together and we can come right back out and keep watching. And, and you know, it was that perfect fall and was just so comfortable. You know, I mean, I mean, known, Chris is a hunter and he thinks like winter and fall is like the best time when it's cold. And we're all like white uh -uh. is freezing. <laughs> I, Absolutely. I, I'm probably between the two of you, but I probably would tend towards Chris's side. I don't want to be hot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's finally comfortable when it's 50 is the high, 55. Uh, um, crazy. You know. So well, I have to ask. Shorts and a sweater. Is one of your, was one of your soups the um, sweet potato and peanut soup? Yes, it was. Oh. Absolutely, it was. <laughs> That's uh, we, our... we made isn't that in our, uh, I think our holiday 144 issue. issue. I think it's in our holiday issue. It is so good. I got to take some home after photography. Oh, yum, yum, yum. Yeah, we, we took some home and sampled it and my wife fell in love with it. And now it's on our hit list. Uh, you know, in the last month we've made it, this is, is the third time. So it's, it's gonna be a regular thing that we'll consume throughout the winter time. Uh, yeah, we made that, that soup. And then we also made a beef and barley soup again, as Maddie mentioned, I'm a hunter. So we made a couple double batches of each of these so I could freeze them and take them to our, our hunting property and, and have, uh, something to warm our belly after a long, cool morning or long, cool evening and something tasty makes you think of home and it's quick and easy. Totally. 
Um, I don't know about you, Chris, but Shane has been really diving into frying chicken wings for tailgating now. <laughs> now, I, I believe you mentioned there was a minor incident <laughs> oh. weeks ago. Can, can this you... was Shane now. Let's get this on the record. Like, I had nothing to do with this. But it was at your house. It it's was your at job no, to and, your Oh, husband. you're throwing your husband under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he threw himself under the bus. So <laughs> I'm inside. I'm making something else. I can't remember. But he, him and him and Grace, you know, my youngest, were manning the fryer in the garage. Ours is not a detached, let it be known. The uh -huh. door is open, thankfully. Uh, but all of a sudden, they came inside to get the wing bowl to, like, put the fried wings, and he comes out, and it was like, oh, the tubing for the gas line was real close to the fire. Oh, oh. <laughs> so now I told him this is why we don't ever walk away from, a, you know, oil. <laughs> um, but he uses our turkey fryer. So we have a turkey fryer. And so it just hooks up to a propane tank, but we have like a little fry, a smaller pan that's like a fry pan. So it's not as like tall and deep. And so it's easier to get the wings in and out. And like once he had one, then he's like, okay, now I can never have like the oven fried again. <laughs> yep. No, and, and Maddie, I think you've inspired us to do something similar, but just in a little bit different direction. We're talking about doing either deep fried pot stickers or Ooh. deep fried spring rolls. Uh, just ah. to, something new and different to do at one of our home gates. Uh, because, you know, we also have the the fryer. Mm -hmm. Mine is more made for frying fish. I don't have the huge turkey pot, but, you know, we do a lot of fishing. And, and so we have a shallower pot and it'd be really convenient. And we could actually do that for, you know, we never have too many people over. Usually it's just my wife and I, but sometimes we'll have her parents over or sometimes my parents over and and uh taking a football game together and kind of social distance and still do that same sort of thing so totally this is just a, a neat and interesting time i mean it's it's not good that it's everything is the way it is but we're just trying to make the most of these situations you know i mean they, i feel like that's all anybody can do uh when we're faced with these sorts of challenges. I mean, I'm I'm thankful for everybody that's out there and, and doing what they're doing to take care of all of us. Uh, I appreciate the athletes, you know, potentially lift, risking their their health uh, oh, for really? everyone else's benefit. And, and I get it. I mean, when I was young, I would want to play a sport. Uh, right now, I think about, you know, going out and doing anything and it, it isn't something that seems appealing to me at this point. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, like you start picking up on things like, you know, how the quarterbacks like lick their fingers before they grab the football and you're like, well, right. Uh -oh. there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Brees against the Packers. All you see him is like licking his fingers. And I'm like, you, you start noticing all the little germs or things oh, now yeah. that he's like started to pick up on that. You're like, oh my gosh. My guess is he probably had a COVID test right before the game. Oh, all <laughs> well, of them. I, I, right I believe they all do. Uh, yeah. Probably every day. I'm going to guess every day. I don't know. I don't know if how they're actually doing it. I, I mean, I know the NBA did a pretty severe lockdown and all of that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah I well, think they, theirs I, is a little closer to baseball, I think, is what I heard. They were talking about uh, this at one point, and they were saying that the NFL teams had the ability to test everyone on the team and have results within an hour. Wow. Uh, 
So, you know, I'm sure they're doing fairly regular testing and, yep. and it was interesting to hear too. I mean, it's, it's like they're trying to set the tone in that they talked about, you know, the NFL handed out $2 million in fines after one week of football. Uh, just because uh, okay. coaches weren't wearing oh, masks, they weren't. That's what doing I was going right to say. That's what I heard. Rooms. Yeah, and you know, I I think they're they're trying to be at the forefront of this conversation to make sure that people are aware and and doing the right things. Well, they have, uh, they're setting an example. Yeah, yeah. And Without Shane was mentioning, um, and I don't know if it's going on in the NFL or not, or um, but there was a talk about like the Iowa State game, like how the refs are using like an electronic like whistle instead oh. of an like, actual whistle. Interesting. But it's delayed. So they're saying uh -huh. technically it's like, well, players play until they hear the whistle. So that little delay is causing like one or two extra hits that shouldn't have happened or, you know, so, I mean, it's oh, all kinds of different issues that you don't think yeah. of that are coming out. So let me ask this. So in a normal setting, what would be your kind of go-to um, tailgate food? What would you... Well, what would you for us, we don't get to go to a lot of games, but generally when we do, you know, uh -huh. I drive a pickup, so we'll load up one cooler of, we'll call it beverages. <laughs> we'll load up another cooler uh, one truck of beverages so one truck of beverages okay one one cooler full of foodstuffs we'll do the the normal hit list of burgers brats those things and then we'll generally make some sort of dessert or two you know something sweet to nibble on and then also pack you know figure out some sort of chip mix or Chex mix or something of that variety so you just kind of hit the whole gamut. Uh, you know, a couple years ago, we went down to a Kansas City game. That's my wife is from Kansas City and a huge Chiefs fan, and I'm a huge Steelers fan. Well, they were playing each other, and it was just a blast at the tailgate at the game because uh, a guy next door that, I mean, they had the ultimate spread. It had to be a corporate event, uh, but this guy was making chili. And I had, there's a, a great, little butcher and i'm gonna do a, a plug for oh of course i blank on it now uppercut meats in liberty missouri uh, oh, okay. the best hot dogs i've ever had in my entire life are from there well i gave this chef a couple of these hot dogs and he's like i tell you what that is the best hot dog i've ever had i'm gonna go get some here's a few bowls of our chili and you know so we made chili dogs at this game oh Oh yeah, that was that was a real treat. Um, I like to use people like Maddie or or you know inspiration from games I've been to to try to recreate that atmosphere at home. You know, a, a lot of times we'll the grills parked right outside the garage, so we'll have that going. Although we may have ribeyes instead of a burger at home uh, mm -hmm. because we have you know the comfort of home, uh, or if I'm lucky in in archery season here it would be really nice to have some some venison back straps uh to grill up but mm. that's not for everybody but it's <laughs> hey it's delicious uh, stuff so you know being at home too you can have it we have the smoker going a lot of times too so we'll throw on yeah. some ribs and then so it's ready for like the night game or um that kind of stuff so you mean um, shane doesn't stay up the night before Smoking something all night long, a brisket, a nice 14-hour no, brisket. Of a wife. He does love me, but I wouldn't make him do that. 
I'm not saying make him. He should probably volunteer for that sometime. <laughs> we have two little girls, Chris, remember, who are like... Yeah, yeah, I know. And then that means you have two little girls and he's got the garage to tend to. His real task is staying awake the next day. Yeah. <laughs> no, the girls like to like make a point, like since we have a TV in the garage too... But it's more, uh, it's, it's, I know, weird, um, convenient, though, because, like, little girls, they want to go ride their bikes. We're like, oh, yeah, we can keep an eye on you and have the TV on. So it's like, yeah. oh, in. and we're, you know, drinking in our garage. So we're not, like, yeah. public. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of, the, one of the greatest setups I've seen was there was a, a good friend of mine. His, his mom had a whole kitchen set up in the garage with the tv i mean it was just wonderful i mean football season would be around we'd stop by when we were hunting and and she'd cook us breakfast or you know we'd stop by on on saturday afternoon and catch a little bit of the hawkeyes football game before we'd go back out for the afternoon and you know i i that was something i was enamored with and and felt like when we build our home that's something that's going to happen. There will be a full kitchen in our garage just because I like that atmosphere. I, I like being outdoors uh, while I'm at home. And, you know, in the future, we will have a home that's in a rural area and in a very wooded area. So you, you, it's almost like a, a park-like setting. And I really enjoy that. And, you know, we're, we're trying to work towards that at home, but that's a little different story. <laughs> So the second kitchen, or I'm assuming this is a second kitchen. It's not like your yes. kitchen. Yes. Well, it reminds me of like back in the day, a lot of Italian families in um, the New York area, they had basement kitchens where they would do like prep for a lot of the uh, pastas or the thing, the frying and um, uh, big meat sauces and all that they would. And I think it was cooler down there. So in the summertime, yeah. they could cook down there and then they would have their main kitchen for people to come into. That's pretty funny. Totally. Uh, I mean, you know, you, it's like you travel around rural Iowa or rural Missouri and, and you get into Amish areas and you see that they have these baking houses oh. and that's all that the structure is made for is baking pies, baking cookies, things that they'll, they'll sell. Uh, but they don't want the heat in their house. So sure. they'll just, hey, you do it all there and you keep your house cooler. And I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. And, and you know, it, honestly, this friend's mom, she said the whole inspiration for her was they would eat bacon pretty much every oh, day. Uh -huh. And she said, you know, I don't like the stink of it staying in the house. So a lot of people say the same as We have, yeah, yeah, we, we had a, uh, kitchen put into the garage so that I could go out there and make breakfast every day and like that's brilliant that's absolutely <laughs> well, brilliant I have a friend that she uses her uh grill to cook bacon so it's outside and she'll yeah. just cook it on the grill instead of heating up the house and smelling up the house and all of that kind of stuff um I've been watching this show on PBS. It's a replay. I think I was telling you guys about it earlier uh, called Escape to the Chateau. And it's about this British couple who leave England and, and go down to um, France, the Loire Valley, and buy this old chateau. It's like a castle. It's a small castle. And it's really interesting to see them um, refurb the, the whole house and whatnot. But uh, the 
kitchen is in the basement and it's just a whole bunch of connecting rooms. And it's so amazing and really interesting to see back in time how he talks about um, the husband who's an engineer, farmer, army guy, and, and but um, can really um, work away um, at all different types of tasks, refurbishing, uh, electrics, plumbing, um, carpentry, yada, yada, yada. And, um, but he was showing how like the North side of the house, which was the cooler side of the house where they have this like built in, almost like refrigerator where they would dry meats and stuff. And then you have this other room that was like a preserve room and a canning room. And back in the day, that's how things were done, especially if you had space like that. Um, <laughs> just you a really, little castle. yeah, yeah. Just a little castle, right? <laughs> a little one. <laughs> No, yeah. yeah, and I, going back to like our normal tailgates, there would always be like a dip or, you know, um, I mean, can you ever go wrong with Velveeta cheese, like in the can that you just pour out? I mean, <laughs> it works in college and there's a reason. <laughs> My aunt and uncle and some of their friends had, it was like a little bus. And so we would always go there to like start, you know, or after we've started, you know, they'd have great food. My aunt always like has like, the best snack. So she had like baked sandwiches and all this stuff that you'd be like, there's no way you should have this at a tailgate. Like she always managed to have it. Um, but they also had a bathroom on the bus. So it was like, instead of the Florida potty too, it was like the little (laughs) conveniences that you're like, this is luxury tailgating, (laughs) but no, so it was always glamping. Exactly. So um, I grew up a Hawkeye fan and then I went to Iowa State. So it's like in my heart, I'm always still a Hawkeye fan, but I still cheer for Iowa State like when they're not playing each other. Um, Both are great teams. (laughs) They won't won't play each other this year. Is that right? Yeah, because it's only conference games, right? Yes. Um, And actually, Iowa State, I think, is going to try out having some limited fans. But I no think I heard that too. No nothing. Um, and so Hannah heard that and she goes, I don't want to go to a game where I can't eat food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, raising the girl right. So I'm like, I don't blame you, honey. I don't either. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny you mentioned dips because I will say, along with my whole cheese um, spread that I'm kind of known for, dips are another thing that I, uh, I'm always... Uh, good for uh, a couple of dips at a tailgate always have been and um yeah i uh i'm trying to think i did a, a dip here at the magazine i think it was a um french onion it was a caramelized onion french onion dip oh my that was really really good and i'm pretty sure we did we did a whole spread of dips last year um and we've done some cheese balls, which also make for great takes. Well, oh, yeah. and and at the beginning of this year, which uh, for kind of a Super Bowl thing, you had mentioned earlier, Maddie, we did sort of a healthy take on tailgating, which the stuff was so good. You would not have known that it was healthy. Totally. I think I did a stuffed ba- uh, sweet potato with... Um, you did the potato skins, wasn't it? but I guess it was sweet potato skins. Okay. And, and then kind of a black bean or chorizo. Soy chorizo, I think. Or you could use regular chorizo, but soy chorizo is really good, actually. Um, and uh, yes, that was really good. And what did, I'm trying to remember what your... Um, I did those little um, burgers kind of thing. Those little um, oh, turkey right. burgers. 
Yes. Um, and then I think Kim did some baked buffalo cauliflower, which was oh, so good. that Took, was like, really good. Replace wings. Yes. Did you do something else too? I feel like there might have been another one. I can't remember. Um, yes, well, I and, remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember also we talked about chili before. We have done um, um, a spread on tailgating a few years ago, which had a whole beer theme, and. Yes. Uh, there was a chili, there were uh, stuffed, I think, jalapeno, was that right? Um, no poppers and a beer yeah. drink. Uh, yep, like a beer drink. drink, yes. No, but those were all good options too. I know yeah. we need to have chili or a soup, like Chris was saying. Um, ribs are always a win, but you know, one of the easy things that we also like to do is just nachos now. You know, you can sure. pop them into the oven, you already have a quick like meat made or whatever you want to do. Kind of like now they can be like top notch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing. I think when you're not having to cart, um, even though Chris is, he's a, seems like he's a fairly organized guy and he's got a pretty good setup with a truck and doing a, a the large cooler probably for beverages. <laughs> and then another hey, cooler. I, I never made the distinction which cooler was bigger. <laughs> nope, you didn't. I'm making an assumption here. <laughs> or a lot of times we'll like park and walk. So everything's got to kind of be portable. So yeah. you've got to have the cooler with wheels. So it's, I mean, options are endless. Well, it's like when I go camping, it's usually, it's carting a lot of stuff. It, I could do car camping. I do not do backpack camping. Uh, that would, I'd have to get a really big pack. <laughs> totally. You're not that much of a minimalist, Pam? I'd like to be. I want to be. Believe me, it's, it's, uh, it's a big deal that I've actually camped. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. I've already said, like, I can do the campers or a log cabin or something. I'm just not a tent kind of girl. <laughs> Too many maybe, creepy crawlies can sneak in. Maybe you should try a hammock, Maddie. Still, <laughs> spiders can land on you, Chris. No, no, a screened-in hammock. Mm -hmm. nothing, nothing can get to you. Nice. Maybe. that That's <laughs> possible. I'm too worried to even sleep out in our playhouse in the backyard with the girls. I said, that's dad's job. <laughs> so let and me ask. In windows, but. So when you go tailgating, Chris, typically, I mean, at home it is different. And I guess we really should kind of try to rail, rein it in just a little bit since we are <laughs> talking about home gating. But do you bring a, do you bring a cook source with you? It, to a normal game? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm a big charcoal grill kind of guy. I don't believe in gas grills. Uh, at home, it's lump charcoal. I'll use briquettes going to games. Just a little portable Weber. Uh, Jumbo Joe is ours. Yep, yep. <laughs> Smoky Joe or, yeah, those are, that Jumbo one is, is still a good kettle size. And mm -hmm. you can cook more than four or five things on it at a time and you can feed enough people. But yeah, absolutely, you've got to have something to cook on. Uh, you need some sort of refrigeration if it's as simple as a cooler, which or a series of coolers, depending on how many people are going or how many people you need to uh, feed and keep from becoming dehydrated. Uh, Waters and beer. Yes. And yes. others. And others. <laughs> Fireball to uh, warm the belly. Yeah. <laughs> so do you do you guys pull out your um, charcoal grill at home then to do this? I mean, I know you said your fryers and you're making your soup, which I assume is on your stove inside. But do you? I guess depending on the weather, potentially, are you are you pulling out your grills? 
I'm not scared to grill in rain and snow and whatever. <laughs> uh, I've always loved grilling. I mean, my wife is a saint when we remodeled our kitchen. There was a couple months where uh, that's all we really cooked on. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, it was it it, it was rustic. You can say <laughs> our kitchen was. Uh, so we we grill all the time, and and of course, you know, game day, the grill is out. It's it's lit to cook at least something. Uh, you know, I just love the smoky flavor of anything that comes off of it. It just it feels like game day. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, we definitely cook on our, you know, it just depends on if we have the time, if we get it started soon enough, or else, you know, we, we love the charcoal for like steaks and burgers um, whenever we can. But like sometimes, you know, conveniency is to fire up the gas grill and just get it done quickly. Yep. So it yeah. sounds like uh, parting words um, for people uh, with home gating that um, ideally, you know, you want to try to bring a little bit of the outdoor indoors, um, or if you can cook outdoors, that's great. If you can sit outdoors, I didn't know that people had TVs in their garages. I've just learned something <laughs> that both of you have this. <laughs> I keep telling Shane we need one on our back patio now is the next step, yeah. because we've got a fire pit out there. We've got a table. We have a radio. Yeah, I mean, really, that would be the place to watch the game and really get the outdoor feel. Um <laughs> and uh, sit in your camp chairs or whatever it may be. But uh, yeah, I mean, the reality is you're not inhibited by um, not having facilities, which is really, it's not that you don't have facilities, but it's just more of a production when you're you're doing anything away from home. So um, kind of stick to the basics, but um, if you wanna get a flavor of outdoors, um, put your TV in your garage, <laughs> fire up your charcoal grill. <laughs> Or go old rent, school. Rent a porta potty. Yeah, yeah. You could go old school. Like my husband loves is to listen to it on the radio, but it really depends oh. on who's the announcer. Um, yeah. sure, if it's sure. not the team you're cheering for, you definitely don't get the full effect. You get oh a little God. downsize. That just reminds me of the movie um, Steel Magnolias, where the um, <laughs> Olympia Dukakis character buys the local TV station or radio or whatever it may be. And she um, is the color commentator, and she talks about their their aubergine costumes or uniforms. Their uniforms, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a common question in our house. Is Hannah's like, so are we cheering cheering for the green and white, or <laughs> what color? <laughs> well, and I love um, when it comes down to um, like playoff time. Haley is always um, sided with mascots. What are the mascots? If it's a cute, furry, animal mascot, I'm going for that one. <laughs> totally. Uh, oh, well, that was fun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we got to dip our toe into cocktails, but I mean. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, <laughs> I would say, well, I will say this, you know what, I think that if, if you want to get into cocktails, I mean, I'll, I think Bloody Marys are kind of a, an easy go-to. You can make those up in advance um, or bring your mix and your vodka and all that kind of stuff. Um, beer, um, the uh, beer cocktail that we had mentioned, I mean, you know, uh, it's really endless, but I will mention um, one of our summit, um, our must love food summit uh, presenters was um, 
uh, Emily Vickery, Vickray, I think, and she did Camp Cocktails, I think it is. And um, she has a distillery in, I want to say it's uh, northern Minnesota, and um, it's a really well-respected distillery, and they make several different um, boozes lines, uh, vodka, gin, whiskey, I believe. I, I don't remember them all. But she had a book, and it's really about taking cocktails kind of camping or whether it's you make them up in advance or you're making um, and pre-mixing them or, or whatever, but it's a really cool book. So if you want some ideas that are maybe different or how to transport different things, that's a, a good book to take a look at, I think. Also, I know um, in Des Moines here, a lot of some local restaurants who, you know, may not be opening full yet, oh, yes. they're offering to-go cocktails or yeah. kind of the components that you can buy there and take home and make your own kind of craft cocktails too. So it's also a great opportunity to bring it home and support local. That's a nice idea. Really, really nice idea, Maddie. I think that around the country, people could definitely support their local um, uh, small um, restaurants that are are you know, trying to stay in business and whether that's to buy some, um, a little food thing from them or to buy a cocktail. Uh, I think that's a great, great point. Um, but whatever you do, um, as Chris was saying earlier, it's, it's wonderful that these, um, teams are able to play. And, um, I mean, I know it's, there's a lot of, there's a, you know, thoughts about it on from a lot of different things, but, for many, um, you know, there's scholarships and there's and there's livelihoods sort of that are affected, and people just really want to get out there and play a game that they love, and um, fans just want to support that, and um, people just want to try to do it in a way that uh, everybody still stays safe, and that you're still able to cheer them on. And so, uh, go to your garage, fire up the fire up the um, the grill, and um, or just turn the fireplace on. <laughs> yeah, fire pit, all that kind of stuff. So. Um, yeah, just because you can't go to the, the game and tailgate doesn't mean you cannot um, home gate at home. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. So thanks for joining me, guys, and look forward to joining us again next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel-good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom Cuisine at Home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards, and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at CuisineAtHome.com.